fourteenth month, in the fifth day of the month, as I was among the captives. I want you to get that. Ezekiel was among the captives down in Babylon. Amen. So us Christians, thank you for you had a headache. Oh, bless my heart. We thank you for you have a flat tire. Oh, how pitiful we are. We come to church instead of testifying of the goodness of God. Amen. We tell what we've been through and how hard our life is. Honey, I want to preach to you how great God is and the real men of God. How great the real men of God like old Ezekiel. Amen. He didn't quit because he was in captivity. He just kept on preaching. I believe Paul and Silas read back about Ezekiel and when they were in jail, I believe they thought, well, oh, Ezekiel made him in captivity. I can preach in jail. I can preach in bondage. I can preach in my sickness. And Paul said, he had the thorn in the flesh, the messenger of Satan buffet him every day. And we all have the messenger of Satan. Amen. The buffet him. If you're Christians, the powers of Satan are pressing in on the children of God. But God will deliver us even though in captivity, even though in sickness, even though in problems. My God will deliver us, church, if we let him. Oh, what a great Savior I got today. And the more I read about him, and he said in the fifth day of the month, which was the fifth year of King Jehoiakim's captivity, that the king was in captivity. Five years. Amen. And, and they were down in, in the word of the Lord came expressly unto Ezekiel the prince. In another place, God calls Ezekiel the prophet, the prophet Ezekiel. But he said the word of the Lord came expressly unto Ezekiel the priest. And I thought about neighbors, glory to God. And the priest, the the son of Buzzai, the land in the land of the child is by the river Shabar, and the hand of the Lord was there upon him. Neighbor, can I tell you, the word of God came expressly to Ezekiel. It didn't come to everybody else. It came to Ezekiel. I'd like to tell you something today. You think the word is coming to you and you've got it all. I'm going to tell you, God may use me this morning to bring the word that you have overlooked, something you have passed by, something that you pushed aside. Honey, we need each other more today than we ever have. Oh, what a blessing when I can walk in a building or a cafe and see a smile and the glory of Almighty God on one of the children's faces that's been to Calvary. Amen. That's been down in captivity. Been down 
to the river Shabar in bondage. Amen. And they don't have things going like they'd like for it to go. But they're raising their hands and praising God. Giving God the glory for the troubles that they've been in. How God delivered. I'd like to tell you something. In June of 2020, I had... I had a massive heart attack. My right, my main artery blocked 100%. Said I shouldn't have made it. But I talked to God. And God said, go finish your work. So I thought, why if I lay down? Because I ain't got no voice. Am I finishing my work? I went down. I went down in the woods this morning to the old-fashioned altar. And I said, God, you know... You don't know me. And I can't finish my work if you don't stay with me. God, if you don't go with me, if you don't touch my mind, my memory, and my voice, I'll be void. And there's no point in me coming to church and standing before you if God ain't with me. If God ain't in my heart. If God ain't in my soul, I'm wasting my breath. I desire the presence of the convicting prayer of Almighty God. Almighty God. There always Ezekiel was. And what a light. Jamie, what a light Ezekiel is to me that he was in Shabar. And Shabar, the, by the side of the river, Shabar and the river, the Bible and the dictionary teaches me right, was right above Babylon. They did have some fresh water and God was speaking to the children of Israel that were in bondage. And we're going to read about them in the second chapter of Ezekiel. Even though even though these people lost their freedom in Israel because of their sin, and Nebuchadnezzar come in and took them bondage, took them down with the Chaldeans, and their Almighty God. Think about it, church. Only when you're in bondage or when you're in captivity, then is maybe when God can speak to you. And we'll go to the second chapter. I hope I'm not worrying you with my voice. I want to give it everything I got. In the second chapter, and he said, Unto me, son of man, stand up. Let me go back to 20, 28 of the first chapter. And as the appearance of the bow, the rainbow that is in the cloud in the day of rain, so was the appearance of the brightness around about. This was the appearance of the likeness of the glory of the Lord. And when I saw it, I fell, old equal said, I fell upon my face when I heard a voice of one that spake. Only when he saw of the brightness of Almighty God, Ezekiel fell on his face. And he said, the voice said, unto me, son of man, stand upon thy feet. And I will speak unto thee. And the Spirit entered into me when he spake unto me. Listen to me, church. When we read God's Word, when we eat out of God's Word, 
And we take a chapter and God opens it up and God shows the brightness of the glory of God and the power of Almighty God. I'm going to tell you, it gives you strength and God will go with you. And the glory of Almighty God, sometimes around me at the altar, sometimes Andy sitting trying to study. I'm dumber than a can of worms, but I'm saved by the marvelous grace of God. Amen. And sometimes the brightness, like a rainbow in the sky, the devil has tried to make fun of the rainbow, but there's still the glory of God. Those that are making fun of the rainbow and marching with the different colors, if they don't repent, they will burn in hell. They're making fun of my God. Amen. The rainbow was put in a sign, a sign, a token, that it wouldn't be destroyed by by rain or a flood no more, but by fire. Only the next time it's going to be destroyed by fire. If your heart is not right with God, listen to the Word of God. And listen what God's saying. And He said, when the voice spoke to Him, He said, the Spirit entered into me, which He spake unto me. And He set me upon my feet that I heard him that spake unto me. The word of God, he he filled his heart and he spoke to Ezekiel. And he said unto me, Son of man, I send thee. TJ, Justin, listen to me. I done told Lamont. Lamont, listen to me. You that are going out in the world trying to preach and to teach and to witness. Honey, glory to God, they'll rebel against you. You better know that the Spirit of God moved upon you or you'll be hurt. You'll be broke down. You'll be beat down. Know that the Spirit of God moved inside you. I'm going to tell you, boys, they'll open some doors that God never sent you. They'll try to break you down. I was thinking at the house, and I can't tell this to the public, but I can tell some men a little later, some places that call me to come and to pray. And the things that happened, how Satan tried to set up a trap. Bless God, a man of God has got to have the Spirit of God in him. He can't go out there walking on his own knowledge. He can't go out there with diplomas and on his own understanding. He's got to have the Spirit of Almighty God upon him or he'll be trapped. I've seen too many trapped. Amen. And thought they were in the will of God. Listen to what the old man is saying today. The Spirit of God entered in to Ezekiel. Amen. When he moved the Spirit of God. Can I tell you something? You know when you got saved, the Spirit of God entered unto you. You know. You had a testimony that you wasn't lost. You were saved. But let me tell you something. You dabble around in the things of the world. 
Come to church when you want to. Play games. Go on vacation. Play your children. Follow your children. And the Spirit of God moves out. The Spirit of God will not dwell. Let me say it again. The Spirit of God will not dwell in an unclean temple. The Spirit of God will move out. God was speaking to Ezekiel and the Spirit moved inside of him till he had a hookup. Whoa! He had a connection with Almighty God. He had lightning strike within him. He saw the glory of Almighty God. He saw the power of God. He knew what he was facing. That God would take him through. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I wish I could shout, but I'm just going to holler. Amen. God is good. And he said to him, the Son of Man, third verse, I need thee, I send thee to the children of Israel. The Lord said, I send thee. I'm going to tell you why I'm in Mount Vernon, why I ain't quit, why I ain't beat down. Why, when I got my jaw slapped in church, I didn't quit. When I got bad texts, when I got bad letters, when I got called out on the porch, I'm going to tell you, God spoke to me inside my heart and said, Go, Pastor Mavernon. Go, Pastor Mavernon. The same God that spoke to Ezekiel. And he said to the children of Israel, to a rebellious nation that has rebelled against me. He said they're a rebellious nation. They're some of the most rebellious people that I've met in America passed through Mount Vernon Church. Hello, church. Amen. Can I tell you something? I said it. They passed through. They passed through. Because they rebelled. And the Bible said that they rebelled against me. Not against me. But they rebelled against Almighty God. You know why the church ain't running over, over today? It ain't because there's somewhere else filling the seats. Because they've rebelled against God. Because, because they lost fellowship with God. They quit talking to their brothers and their sisters. Honey, there shouldn't be anything that you can throw at me that God can't handle. That God can't handle. I need that implanted in my heart. Amen. That God can take care of it. I'm preaching, I guess, to our new preachers. Maybe, but I'm preaching to somebody that's going to face somebody that's going to rebel against you next week. Butch said he, when he lost his dog, amen, that he set up a wall that he wouldn't be friends with nobody. I set up a wall when mom ended up in the hospital about eight or nine, ten years old. I set up a wall nobody had never pushed me around. Nobody had never tell me what to do. I set up a wall. I spent hour after hour off down in, in, the, in the back bottoms by myself. I hated life with a passion. 
dead working mom and hospital. There I was, an orphan here and an orphan there. I said, I'll make my way. I'll show the people. I'm going to tell you something. I ended up flat on my face in the bathroom floor. Neighbor, I couldn't walk. Drank liquor till I couldn't walk. Trying to make my own way. I'd like to tell you why I'm here today. The Lord Jesus Christ passed by my way. The Lord Jesus Christ came into my heart. He hollered at me by the Spirit. I had this old body. And he said, stand up. Oh, <laughs> he said, stand up, Bill. You're a new, new man. Go tell the world that I'm coming back. Go tell Mount Vernon Church that Jesus is soon coming back. You must be born again. You must get in the will of God. Oh, I was saved when I was 12, 13, or 19. But are you in God's will today? We need to get in God's will today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I know this would be better if I could preach, but I love it. I love it. Listen to what I'm saying. <laughs> Rebel nation, they rebelled against me. They and their fathers have transgressed against me, even unto this very day. In the fourth verse of the second chapter, for they are impotent children, and stiff neck. That stiff face they 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 are unwise children. How many unwise people that have heard the word of God, been saved by the word of God, that had eaten the word and today they quit eating the word. They're back out where they started from in a worse condition. The Bible said seven other spirits worse than the beginning. That's in Matthew. And he said, stiff-hearted, I do send thee unto them, and they shall say unto them, Thus saith the Lord God, I'm not here telling you today that Bill said this. But I'm telling you what he told us, Ezekiel. Thus saith the Lord God. This is God speaking, not me. This is the Word of God. I have eat, I have eat this page. I have eat this book this week. I have eat this Ezekiel this week. What God can do to a man and him in captivity. Oh, hey, what God can do with a man in captivity. So don't worry about it if you got problems. Don't worry about it if you're down, if things don't look good. <laughs> if things ain't like you would like them to be, look what God done for Ezekiel. And he's not a respecter of person. God might send you to somebody that your sickness, your problem, your child may tear them, tear them down. And they get saved right on the street. Right on the street corner. Amen. Glory to God. One of the best prayers I think I ever prayed was on the curb in Greensboro. Amen. We're down there. Hippin' Butch said some 
on in four stories high. And we couldn't get the truck real close to the building. Had to lean out. I don't know if you've been 54 foot in a boom truck or not. I was an old man. I done retired from a state. I said, Lord God, before I go up there and hang on that long, on the fourth floor, I'm going to talk to God right on the curb. I got down on the curb in the gutter, right in the slum of Greensboro, began to pray. I'd like to tell you something. Mm-hmm. How long has that been, Bush? That's been 17 years. I bet. 16 and a half. Well, God heard an old man down on the curb. Amen. I didn't pray silent. I could talk in. I prayed out loud. Amen. And God spared me and brought me right here. That's why I got to see you. God brought me here. I'm glad to see you, brother. Amen. It's good to be in the house of the Lord. That's why you're still here, brother. Amen. The devil, son, never seen you. The devil would have took you out a long time ago. But God said, no. I'm going to have him in church in Mount Vernon. Amen. The 25th day of September. Devil, leave him. Have at it, George. Amen. He tried to stop you, didn't he, brother? Amen. I'm glad today. When you may be the lowest, when God can use you, the greatest, the greatest. Amen. I don't want to lose my place. And they, and they, fifth verse, and they, whether they will hear, he didn't say Ezekiel quit if they won't hear you. He said whether they will hear, or where they will, forbear. And that's rejected. For they are a rebellious house. I know, church, I've preached on this before because I've got that rebellious house marked red. Yet shall know that there hath been a prophet among them. Can I tell you something? When we're in bondage, when we're the lowest that we seem like we can get, that may be when God shows them that a prophet has been amongst them. Sometimes, me, I get haughty, high-minded. Things is going good. My bills getting paid. My car's going good. My washing machine's working and my wells got water. And I get a little above God. I might need to get down and afflicted a little bit like Ezekiel that you know a prophet has been amongst you. I'd like for you to know today, and I ain't bragging on me, but the man of God has spoke to you today because of the indwelling, the spirit of all, almighty God, the spirit of almighty God. Hallelujah. I might spit on you, brother. I don't know. I don't mean to. Amen. The spirit of almighty God, church, when it moves upon us, that they might know a prophet has been against them. I'm going to tell you something. The devil's crowd will argue scripture with you. The devil's crowd will discourage you. The devil's crowd will throw anything out there. That backslidden child of God will do anything he can to keep from hearing you. Amen. He will stop you if he can. But if we have the Spirit of God, 
These that quit have left the Spirit of God. You don't quit if you got the Spirit of God. The Spirit of God will carry you. The storm ain't nothing. But the fear of fire vanishes. Amen. When it looks like the wind is going to take the roof off your house, you know you're in the hands of God. Go speak to Jesus. Say, I'm in trouble. Hear my cry. Speak to me, Lord. Hey, there's somebody here in trouble today. There's somebody here hmm, that ain't got all they need. There's somebody here had a taste of Jesus, but you ain't eat the whole book. Don't you hate it when somebody comes by with a bowl of banana pudding and say, taste of this? And they take a bow and walk off. <laughs> Danny said, see if you like his ice cream. It takes about a pint for me to know. <laughs> Amen. So we've had a taste of the goodness of God. Neighbor, but we ain't eat the book. We ain't eat the book. And I eat about a pint. About a pint of ice cream when I laid in bed. He's running down my beard and everything. Amen. I moved that second pillar out from under me and I laid back and woke up at 5 o'clock the next morning. Amen. When you eat the whole book, amen, there's some peace in it. Woo! <laughs> when there's trouble, amen. Sometimes it looks like that this is a hindrance to you. But can I tell you something? When you walk around, they know that a child of God has come by that way. When you say, no, I ain't going the way of the teenagers. Hey, brother, or when you stand up and say, I'm not going to get mad because you're on drugs and you're pitching a fit and you're fighting with me. I'm not going to get mad because I possess the Holy Ghost power of God. I have eaten from the book of God. They say, yes, they're not telling us the truth. When they call and your sister is all messed up, even when they call, your granddaughter is all messed up. When they call and say your son has been shot, it's in the hands of Almighty God. I want the Spirit of God about me. I need the Spirit of God about me. Amen. I need the, when I pass through the store, they need to know a prophet of God has been by there. Amen. And he said, And thou shalt speak my word, seventh verse, unto them, whether they will hear or whether they will forbear, for they are most rebellious. But thou, son of man, listen to this, eighth verse. But thou, son of man, hear what I say unto thee. He's speaking to his priest, to his prophet, to the one that the glory of God appeared to. And we today say, I'm a church member. Why are you telling me this? I'm going to tell you, Ezekiel was Definitely a man of God. And God said, and he's saying this to TJ, amen. 
to Justin and anybody else. Butch, that steps out to do the work of God. I want to read it plain. But thou, son of man, speaking to Ezekiel, hear what I say unto thee. Be not thou rebellious like that rebellious house. Open thy mouth and eat that I give thee. He told them, and I may read it. I don't know if I'll get to it or not. I'll say it. He told them, he said, I'm not sending you to a strange people, to a people of a different language. I'm sending you to the people that just like you. They are Israelites. And he said to Ezekiel, don't let this rebellion come on you. So it's possible. If it hadn't been possible for the rebellion to come on Ezekiel, God would have never told him again. He told him specifically. He called him out specifically and showed him what to do. And he called him out specifically. And he said, But thou, son of man, hear what I say unto thee. Be not thou rebellious like that rebellious house. Open thy mouth and eat that that I give thee. What did he tell him? He said, Open your mouth. I'm not going to open it. God didn't tell him, I'm going to open it. God said, open your mouth. You're going to have to open your mouth to eat the word of God. You're going to have to open your heart. You're going to have to lay down something. Hey, we think when we went a soul or we've had a great preaching service, we've done a great miracle. Hey, this is nothing in the sight of God. Nothing with what God has got to offer us if we'll only get in his will. I'm trying to hurry, church. And when I looked, behold a hand. Look at that. <clears throat> Man alive, that, that just tore me up. God could have come down or he could have sent an angel, whatever he done. But the voice spoke to him and there he just sent a hand. He just sent a hand. Nothing else. Just a hand. You know what that hand was? I believe it was flesh. I know this is Old Testament. But that hand was flesh. And he sent that hand down. Just a hand. Think about what would come on you if God was speaking to you. And you was reading the Word of God. And there appeared just a hand. Just a hand. And he said and to me, more of he said unto me, Son of man, let me read 10. And he spread, spread it before me, and it was written within, and it was written with, I ain't read nine. I'm going to go back. And when I looked, Behold, a hand was sent unto me. It wasn't sent to all Israel. Hey, sometimes God will send a conviction on you that nobody else sees. 
or nobody else may have to carry. Mm. I got I to gotta finish. And tell me, and in low, a row of a book was therein. They didn't have Bibles like we have. <coughs> but it was a, a row, a scroll. And the Bible said that it was written. Moreover, he said unto me, Son of man, all my works. I missed another chapter. Let me quit him back up. And he spread it before me, and it was written within and without, and there was within their lamentations. I'm going to tell you, neighbor, I had a boy come here to church, and he comes several Sundays. He told me outside. He said, Bill, I come to church to feel good. And he said, you beat me down. He's saying, you bring some hard stuff. And I said, if you'll get right, uh, you'll have a little joy in it. Now and then, the Bible said that it's sweet as honey after he eat the roll. But neighbor, I'm going to tell you what church wants today. They don't want to be cut with the word of God. Let me give you this. It's abomination in the eyes of God. You come on Facebook, two men, Been married, and I understand the lost don't know no better. But if you save by the grace of God and put on Facebook when two queers have married, amen, and put on Facebook, congratulations. The Word of God says they're bound for hell. <coughs> I understand the lost don't see this, but a person with their name on the church book. It's some of my people. They'll hear me and I'll have another enemy. But neighbor, it ain't the goodness that they do. They must be born again. And when man lays with mankind, it's abomination in the eyes of God. Amen. That's the word of God. I done read some more in Ezekiel and I ain't going to preach it today. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. But the blood will be on my hands if I don't tell them the truth. The blood will be on my hands. I thought a friend of ours walk off and leave her husband. Three weeks, take up with another man. We're in relationship. And half of the church say congratulations. We're blind. We're ignorant. Hey, we're dumb. We're sitting in church and we ain't eat the word of God. I'm running so far behind, it's pitiful. But I need to eat the word of God. I need to eat the word of Almighty God. And he said, therein is lamentations and mourning and woe. He said, when I eat this scroll, there was lamentations and there was mournings and there was woe. Do we know what lamentation about? 
Ezekiel was an Israelite. Ezekiel had been run off from his home. Ezekiel was down, amen, down by the river Shabar. And he's there with all those rebellious Israelites. I'm talking about his people. His people, like you all, are my people. I love you. I care for you. And he said, written inside that was lamentation. There was sorrow, and there was grief, and there was woes. There was trouble. Can you see? Can you see why Ezekiel needed the Spirit of Almighty God? Why he needed God inside of his heart? It was lamentation. And I thought, when you get these phone calls about your children, about about your loved ones, or when death comes, there's sorrow and there's lamentations. We've got to eat that book to get to peace at the end of the road. Can I tell you something? There's peace at the end of the road. Old Jeremiah, the weeping prophet, went in, I believe... Maybe he died down in Egypt. Amen. He he was on the run. But his heart broke because Israel wouldn't repent. Because Israel wouldn't come back to God. Can I tell you something? If I am the pastor that God wants me to be, I suffer when you're playing church. I suffer when you're not where you need to be. I suffer when I hear one has gone back to the bottle. I ache. I grieve. I pray. My tears run down. Honey, can I tell you, Ezekiel would have thrown it in the towel, but he had the Spirit of God. Oh, how important it is to have the Spirit of God. Somebody will leave here today and say that fellow's crazy for trying to preach, and he's staggering, he can't talk, and he's older than Paul Mountain. Why don't he throw in the towel and quit? Amen. Because the call of God is on our life. We're still, I've read the book, I've eaten the scroll, I've eaten the roll. Amen. It was sweet to my belly because I read the end of it. Too many of us read a part that cuts us and quits. Or we read a part that tells us we're saved and can never get away from it. Amen. And we just throw in the towel. We need to eat the whole book. Amen. The whole book. Therein is lamentation and mourning and woe. Let me please, please stay with me just a, just a few minutes longer and I'll quit. Third chapter. Moreover, he said unto me, Son of man, eat that thou findest, eat this robe, and go speak to the house of Israel. There ain't no use to go speak to the house of Israel or Mount Vernon Church if you ain't eat the robe, if you ain't read the word of God. But I opened, so I opened my mouth, and he caused me to eat that robe. And he said unto me, Son of man, cause thy belly to eat and fill thy bowels. Don't just get half full. Fill, don't just taste. Fill thy bowels. <coughs> With this robe that I give thee, they did 
Then did I eat it, and it was in my mouth as sweet as honey for sweetness. And he said unto me, Son of man, go get thee unto the house of Israel and speak with my words unto them. I'm going to jump to 17, and I promise you all, let's try to quit. 17 of third chapter. Son of man, I have made thee a watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore hear the word in my mouth and give them warning from me. And he goes on to say that the blood will be on my hand. It will be on Ezekiel's hands if he don't give them warning. If he don't tell them the truth. Let me read what the book of Romans 11 and 8 says. God, listen, Romans 11 and 8, God hath given them the spirit of slumber, eyes that they should not see, and ears that they should not hear unto this day. God has given them the spirit of slumber. That's Romans 11 and 8. Neighbor, I'm going to stand before you and tell you the truth. Been in Mount Vernon 48 years. Been saved 54 years. And I'm going to tell you something. I've seen the spirit of slumber come over our churches. Eyes that they couldn't see and ears that they couldn't hear. To the seven churches of Asia Minor in the second and third chapter of Revelation, said to the seven churches, Hear what the Spirit says unto the churches. Hear. Neighbor, I've seen people that one time walked the aisles that you can't get in the house of God. I've seen people that visited 10 and 15 weeks in a row. Other churches you can't get in the house of God. I've seen people pray, pray when everybody else quit. They were praying at the altar and they're gone. The spirit of slumber, their ears are deaf. He told Ezekiel, he said, eat the book, eat the roll, eat it all. It'll be sweet to your belly. The only reason it's sweet to your belly is into the end of the book we win. A house not built with hands, eternal in the heavens. He's coming back after a church that's looking for him. <coughs> Not one that slumbered. I love you. I've got to quit. I love you. I hope this has meant something. But God didn't send Ezekiel. I remember Elijah, the great man of God. And Elijah said over there in the book of Kings, he said, I'm the only one that's left. Jezebel had him on the run. Can I ask you today, what's got you on the run? 
And Ezekiel said, here I am, nothing to eat, no water, and I'm all alone. And the Spirit of God said, there's 7,000 that have never bowed their knee to Baal. Neighbor, I'm going to tell you, I'm not alone. I have felt alone at times, but I'm not alone. The Spirit of God moved in me. And every now and then, I see a smile and a wave and, and a praise. And I thank you, Jesus. Every now and then, I see somebody that's tickled to death that they can get a prayer through. Amen. That they're still walking on top of the ground. Hey, there's some of you here, amen, that's missed death. Some of you escaped death. The devil would have killed you on the way to church, and God knocked them out of the way. He let us come just like we are. If you will stand just like you are, but you will get us a song, just like we are, the altar's open. If you've never been saved, would you come to Jesus? The Lord's got to work for you. Your testimony would be great. Would be great to somebody. Your testimony might reach right into the heart of somebody you ne never dreamed. If you've been saved and you've walked at a little far distance, if, 